It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Bizarre Dutch TV show challenges men to guess if a woman is pregnant or just chubby. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin, let's do some news. Well, it is news time, and I told you before the news, inventors going to invent. And I would like to thank them. We have a little battle here. You ever heard of John Hopkins University? I have. I think that is generally known as a real smart school, right? Seems like whatever you say after that, you know, they're probably put some effort into. You ever heard of WSU, Washington State University? I heard heard of it, yes. Okay, well, we have a battle between these two schools and kids at these schools inventing things. Who would you like to hear from first before we judge which invention is better? WSU, come on. Okay. Students at WSU, scientists have developed a wireless bioelectronic pacifier for newborn babies. Wait, what? Yeah, smart pacifiers. Now, they're not going to allow the baby to, like, you know, suck on a pacifier and be, like, looking at Facebook or anything like that. The the team at Washington State University say their invention can monitor the health of babies born prematurely and placed in the newborn intensive care units. It's all non-invasive instead of having to take their blood numerous times a day, doing other things that are disruptive to the newborn baby. The smart pacifier will automatically take the readings of such things as their sodium and potassium levels. Huh. It's a pretty big deal. It's pretty cool. Uh, they say they're going to start using these with babies in the in the NICU and see how it works. That's pacifier. Amazing. They're also working and making it more affordable and always recyclable. From there, larger trials will be done, and it could be something that you could also use eventually at a you know, like at a home party. Oh, I yeah, thought, yeah. yeah, like right, Jay. To see, hey, we're going to watershed. You look a little dehydrated. <laughs> Suck on this pacifier for a minute, and let's find out. I th- can it just? Would it just be the same? Would it be as smart if you called it the smart binky <laughs> or the smart nook nook? It doesn't. Or any sound, of the other names that you can get right, for it. It sounds more like something you want to buy for every kid. Slim, do you use pacifiers ever? So this is a little story. I, I, I go to my cellular phone right now. Mm-hmm. The other day I text this story to my wife, and this is the exact thing that I put with the link when I said, it doesn't come with a strap around the head, so it's not that smart. <laughs> the strap around the head keeps it from falling on the ground? I, both of our children, we've thought pacifiers sound great. Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. <laughs> Not interested. You can have all the technology in the world in that doggone thing. Whatever. I need a strap around the head. I need yeah. one that just comes with a big piece of elastic, and then it goes in their mouth and stays in their mouth for eternity. And that's, to me, ah. yeah, an you need actual like, smart pacifier. Yeah. You need, like, headgear, right, where yep. it straps around... Keeps it in the mouth. They have the thing that clips onto the shirt, which is great that because keeps you from losing. You don't it lose it, right, it but yeah. it doesn't keep it in thy mouth. No, but I need a smart. The smartest one for me is going to be the one that has the strap around the head. Well, what if they invented one that would like automatically, like let's say it's hanging on a necklace and they start crying or something, and when they open their mouth real wide to cry, it just goes goes back in like a magnet. 
Like a little yeah. drone or something uh, that just no, flies back smart. in your mouth? There's a smart pacifier. For Again, you. Cool I wish technology. they worked. I wish pacifiers worked. Because that would be cool to have a little tech with your passive. Yeah. Now, that's WSU. That's their entry into the, hey, we invented something cool. Well now done. We go, well done, WSU. It is, it is a good thing, obviously, for babies yes. in, in the NICU. The, you know, very not cool. having to take their blood a couple times yeah, a day. Yeah, that seems, very seems cool. a lot better. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Students at John Hopkins University are earning uh, some some praise here. The Whiting School of Engineering students, who unveiled what they call Tasty Tape. Huh? Yeah. It's tape that is edible. You cannot eat it. That you use to tape together burritos and tacos. Oh, I love that. That's a brilliant idea. I mean, wow! I was really proud of WSU, and it's what they're doing is important work. Obviously, clearly it's for babies, yeah, that are in the intensive care unit. That's very, very cool. But but being anti-baby, tape? this one is way better for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> tape on a burrito or a taco. Oh, I love this, man. That's impressive, and what a great name. Uh, the one of the kids who put it together said. First, we learned about the science around the tape and dif- different adhesives that would work on food, and then we worked to find edible counterparts. By the time we put it all huh. together, we came up with a brilliant thing, tasty tape. To me, this is a get-on-shark-tank-you're-going-to-be-rich kind of idea, right? Also great for kids because they tend to make messes with stuff like that, and you can just tape it all together, eat it up. Is it tasteless? Like, I don't want... I don't want it affecting the taste I of my agree. taco. Yep, I want it to be tasteless. I just want it to be edible. But you can't name it tasteless tape because that no. sounds yeah. absolutely terrible. I, I think terrible. it is. It sounds like it has no taste. Man, that is impressive. The man, the usage for it with the burrito is great. But I think what I want to use it for the most is if I'm doing a hard shell taco, I want to run some tape along the back side of it. That's it. So that when you eat, it doesn't push all the material out of the back oh, onto yeah. the onto the plate. It just stays butted up against the tape. So those final bites are now maximum, maximum flavor because everything that's been pushed back there is there for the final bites of your hard shell taco. I might run it along the bottom of the hard shell because sometimes when you bite it, it breaks the bottom open, then it all just falls on the plate. uh, You and I have just gone through an entire roll of tape for one (laughs) hard shell taco. Well, they're hard to eat. They're great. They're great. Tasty tape, I love this. I love this. It's a great idea. Love it enough that if they do make it Available, I will right. buy a roll of Tasty Tape. For to try sure. It. I mean, imagine different colors, different widths. Yep. Very cool. Man, well done, people. I mean, yeah, you could use it. I'm thinking of all the things you could use this for to, to keep stuff in. Now I'm thinking hamburgers. You tape along the back side yeah. of the hamburger you're going to eat. Like normally you have that piece of paper from a fast food place you right. have your hamburger in. Yep. If that's just tape and everything stays in there. <laughs> and then you just eat it. Yeah. Oh, my land. No more Pretty waste. Good. No more soggy paper that then, you know, you try to throw back in the bag and then you miss and it's now in the floorboards. You just ate the tasty tape. Yeah. Well okay, done. Okay, well done, John Hopkins. Well done, WSU. Gosh. What a great country. It really is. These are stories I love, Kevin. Wait. You know what? Yeah. We just need to put these two things together. To solve your pacifier problem. Oh, tape the tape. Right. Why don't tape we tape the, the pacifier no, to your baby's face? 
Because uh, if the tape like gets it. in their mouth, right, that's yeah, the thing. Well, you can't it. tape it to your baby's face because then that's they'll fine. eat the duct tape and die. What about tasty tape? And yes, I know <laughs> right. it's a joke. I get that that's not the reason. Uh, but I do need to get that. There was a funny joke there that someone's going to text about. I don't want to get in trouble. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. What's the best bubble. name for a gum? Bubblicious, hubba bubba, or double bubble? Kevin James. Please. They're all so fun to say. Try to say them, Kev. They really are. Uh, Hubble bubble. No, it's not Hubble. Bubble oil. It's not a. That's not a telescope. Rubblicious. <laughs> I did it. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Hi, Kev. Good morning, guys. 67-year-old grandpa here who's taken on the tough task of raising my grandson for the next two years. He's 17, a junior in high school. I understand I am very out of touch with his world. I'm trying to be understanding of things like the phone, technology, etc. But I do have a couple questions. The first would be about his earphone earpods. He wears them constantly. He doesn't ignore me or anything, but he leaves them in and it just seems disrespectful to me. Is this common and something I just need to not worry about? Again, he always answers, doesn't ignore me, it just bugs me. Also, he wears a stocking cap indoors for no reason and sometimes his hood up on his sweatshirt. This one makes me angry, it just... Seems like it's disrespectful, but he says, Grandpa, it's no different than wearing a hat, just a different fashion than I'm used to. Looking for some thoughts from the younger parents and younger generation. Is this just me being an old man, or are they things I should be correcting? This guy doesn't want to see the AirPods, then the guy covers the AirPods, and he's complaining about not seeing the AirPods. <laughs> Get out of here, Grandpa. <laughs> Let him put his sweatshirt on so he can't see uh, I, I can't see your AirPods. Now I'm mad at you. Well, now you got AirPods on. I can see them. I... <laughs> Get off my lawn. No, I, if, in seriousness, I think both are just normal. I think they're just normal yeah. for this day this day and age. I mean, they're definitely normal. You can't hardly walk through this building and see one and or under the other or both. Guess what? Times change. My dad would be like, you couldn't wear your baseball hat in the house. Right. Like, you come in, you put your, ha- your hat on the counter, or right. he would yeah. take it off for you um, gently. And so that was just the rule. But by the same token, if it bugs you to have... If he has his AirPods in and you're talking to him, it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, would you mind taking your AirPods out for a minute? I'm, I just want to make sure you're listening. Oh, I am listening. I just link to me. I know, but it kind of bugs me. It's okay to have yeah. that conversation, too. And nice job by the kid. I mean, hey, at least he's not ignoring made it very you. clear that, like, he doesn't ignore me when it's in them. It's just weird. Like, why are they always in his ear? And you know what? Say something like this. Hey, I, I know you responded. That's great. But a lot of people of my generation, they kind of think that's disrespectful. Just so you know. If you're talking to an older person, some might think that's disrespectful. You're just educating him. For sure. And, and I think that uh, of these three things, it seemed to me like the maybe the hoodie inside made him the most angry. Mm-hmm. He said it really bugs him. Turn your heat so up, Gramps. Maybe, maybe, pick, <laughs> maybe pick one and just say, hey. Do you mind not wearing? Let's Look, man, I work on not wearing the hoodie in the house. You know, the the sweatshirt hood up in the house. Because the only thing I've ever thought about that is that sometimes it does make it feel a little bit like you just don't want to participate in in life in the house. Mm-hmm. Does that that I've I've thought that a time or two like a kid's mad puts his hood up. You're just like ah come on man, 
But if that's the one that really bothers you, then maybe say something about it. But all of them, are they normal? Yeah, extremely normal for that age right now, right? Just don't make it a big deal. Like, it's okay to have that rule. Just sure. don't make it a big deal. Just say, hey, uh, I appreciate if you take your hood off. I just don't like hoods on in the house. Okay. I'm going to wear my stocking cap. Okay. Just don't make it a generation thing and don't make it a disrespect thing. Just it's something you don't like. It's your house. I guess that's okay. But I just don't make it a big deal. A couple different flip sides here. Well, from... Grandpa, I don't like the fact that you wore your belt around your nipples. Yes. Right, exactly. I mean, okay, well, then I'll just use suspenders so I can pull my He's pants so down. He's so old. cool crew neck. <laughs> Grandpa? Uh, two different sides of it here. I don't from like Ricky... the hair in your ears, Gramp. So yeah. let's. Well, 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 that? It's disrespectful to me. I can't stop staring at your nose hair. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's. I like the part where he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't bother me. He doesn't ignore me ever. Which is great. It's like, you've got the, that is the rarest thing of the entire (laughs) letter is that you've got a 17 year old who's not ignoring you and is interacting with everything you say. Yeah. Chalk that one up as a big, fat, bold W. Right. And uh, Grandpa, who That's we have now described you, Wayne, as a man who has his belt around his nipples yes. and has too much nose hair and ear hair. Yes. And I would like doesn't to have say, the heat on in his house. Thank you. And thank you, Wayne. <laughs> For uh, stepping up to raise your grandson, because yeah, that and that's you know it's not that's a big deal. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what's going on there, but nicely done. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kevin, do you think we were wrong? No, no, I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm saying now that I have a picture of Wayne. Yes. At 67 <laughs> with his belt around his nipples, mm-hmm. too much nose hair, mm-hmm. too much ear hair. What mm-hmm. else was it? He doesn't. That was it. He doesn't pay for oh, no, heat and no heat. No heat in yeah. his house. Yeah. Although I'm with him, heat and mid-May, come on. Uh, he sounds like, come on. I didn't say that he sounds like you, but come on. He sounds like a Jay Daniels house. <laughs> Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. It's Carlos and Kevin in the morning. <laughs> Kevin James. Arriba. Arriba. Andale, andale. Vamanos. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. In an hour, we'll qualify somebody for a trip to Nashville when we play Beat the Show. Right now, first and foremost, I guess, the congratulations and a shout-out to our good friend TC. I also need to make this very clear. A little bit of ammunition for Wayne. Yes, on the listener letter? Yeah, this one just, just, hitting, the, just hitting the wire. A family is suing Apple after the AirPods burst their son's eardrum during oh, no. an Amber Alert. Oh, oh good. You know those Amber it Alerts? Plays through those? It burst their son's wow. eardrum during the Amber Alert. Wayne, you're welcome for the bullet, my friend. Enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. So that one, yeah, that's, guys, that's hot off the I'm presses. hoping I never have those in when that happens. Well, I hope we never have one, but if we did. I just I, assumed it wouldn't play. Like, your alarm goes off, right? Like, it mutes the headphones and plays the alarm. I don't know, does it? On the phone, yeah. Okay. Well, let's see, here we go. The family of a 12-year-old boy is suing Apple. I mean, this is hot off the presses, guys. This was posted- How hot is it? Five minutes ago. Oh, that's hot. Uh, Mm -hmm. The family of a 12-year-old boy, you can't even eat chicken nuggets right out of the air fryer. Not just, no. They're still too hot. Right. The family of a 12-year-old boy is suing Apple, claiming he has permanent hearing loss after wearing AirPods during an Amber Alert, the family filed a suit Monday, accusing the company of negligence and fraud, claiming the boy's life has been severely altered. Well, yeah, but it burst its eardrum. Crazy. Uh, the family says when the Amber Alert went off, it was so loud, it caused tinnitus. 
ringing in the ears. Mm-hmm. They claim he now suffered from dizziness and must wear a hearing aid. Oh I am with you goodness. guys that I did not realize that played through the AirPods. I thought it just played out of the phone. I would assume that it would. Yeah, but that's uh, that's terrible. had to be really loud. I mean, and I'm sure you can you control that with the volume or no? Or does I don't it always know. come the same volume? I, huh. I had to shut mine off. It it causes me Whew. to just freak out yeah. too much. The the that noise is too much like the noise that my defibrillator makes before it goes off, and I've got a little PTSD with that. And so I, I just had to shut my Amber Alerts off. When they go off in the morning before oh my we gosh, go on air. It is it makes you jump. And every studio in here in the KXLY building has the sound effect going off. Yeah. It's it's wild and everyone has for some reason they all we all get them at different times. There's a little delay. Yep. Yes. And it will be you just hear the echoing of the Amber Alerts going through everyone's phones here. Well, it does its job. Oh, for sure. It gets your attention. For sure. It does. Man. Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, so there you yeah, go, Grandpa. So there you go. That, uh, Wayne, you got, there's something for you. There's yeah, something to is. use. That's there's some ammunition. something to use. Okay. Also, I do think he should try to heat out the son or the grandson. I do think he should just crank, crank the heat up to 80. <laughs> And see if it gets the kid to take his his sweatshirt off. Get that stocking cap <laughs> off the beanie. The stocking cap you're not gonna get. That's just a hat. That's just a hat. But you're gonna get the you're gonna get the sweatshirt. You would off. get the hoodie, but I'm gonna tell you, 17 year olds are notoriously not that uh, smart, pleasant smelling. Oh, it's a good point as well. Okay, uh, Jay Daniels, yeah, you yuck. you came in today and asked a question to me because yesterday during hot topics with TC. We all took a guess as Luke Combs had teased that he was doing a duet with some country music legend on his upcoming album. It was funny because yesterday in the afternoon, Luke Combs then released his entire track list, revealing that TC's guess of Miranda Lambert was right. There will be a Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert song on Luke Combs' new album. And Jay, you then said something to me that I immediately thought, you're wrong. And then thought about it after you mentioned it. And I don't know if you're not dead on. I'm not sure if I'm wrong either. I just, the question is, is there anybody who is like a big celebrity star already that is better or is asked to be on more records than Miranda Lambert? When you said it, I thought you're crazy. Because here's what I could remember off the top of my head. The first one I thought of, Jason Aldean drowns the whiskey, yep. and she's great on that. Obviously, she just had a number one with L. King, drunk and, and want to go home. Yes. Something bad with Carrie, Carrie Underwood. Underwood. Yeah. We Were Us, Keith Urban. That sneaky one. Yep. Uh, obviously, she's on a lot of songs with Blake, probably the most prominently featured on Home, yeah. And then all the songs with the Pistol Annies, and then Luke Combs. That's a really then, good run for her. And I think a lot of it with her, too, is that she gets asked to write with these people. She does right? write a lot like, of them. Yeah, she wrote almost so all the Blake up, ones. They, they so co-wrote those. It's thing. Yeah. They get... It's like, hey, man, we, we really love to, have to write with you. And then it's like, well, why don't we just do a song together? I feel like that's what leads her into that category a ton. And maybe there's a lot of guys in country music, so it makes it fun for them to have a female to sing with. And why would you not pick her? I mean, how good does she sound? 
She she can just oh, now she can match. <laughs> you are doing a duet with Jason Aldean and then turn around doing with Carrie Underwood. That's different. And L King like the and Keith one, Urban. Want to go home? So different sounding. That's pretty versatile. So I don't know if she has the best. I I don't really want to say background necessarily because a lot of those are just duets. She's and, the Vince Gill of today. Okay, was Same. Vince Gill was Vince Gill yeah. a big background well, singer? It makes oh sense. Goodness. You know, Vince and Allison Krauss were probably the two from the previous era. That's probably ma- fair, yeah. As far as male and female go. Because Allison Krauss was also on a lot of songs where you didn't realize she was on it, and then you're like, yes. does that is sound like Allison Krauss and in the background? I think there were so many things, too, where Vince would be on it, and it wasn't even, like, they wouldn't even say it that Vince was on. Oh, a lot of times, but then really? after a while, you'd go yeah. like, "Who is that voice in the background?" And you'd look it up and it'd be look like, at "The microfish." Oh, it's Vince Gill. <laughs> yeah, you'd look it up on microfish. <laughs> They'd fax you the info. Wait, there it is. But, Vince Gill. Kevin, it makes sense in that for Vince Gill, it's a very unique guy voice of being so high. Yep. And for Miranda, it makes sense to me because her voice is not super high like a Carrie Underwood. No. She can get in that nice, soothing, deeper range that just works so well in the background of music. And I think maybe a little bit of her appeal is that the songwriting as well. Let's face it, Miranda, one of the best songwriters of it out there right now, right? Like who she's also just one of the sings. Best. Who also sings. That you yes. might know, because yes. you, know, yes. you know how that is. You don't know a lot of songwriters. And especially with, with a female. Yeah, I'm trying to think I'm, who's the male right now in country music that sings the background that's also a name you know. How many songs is Luke Bryan on? Not enough. No. Not enough. How no. about How about Hardy Not Enough? Not yet, but getting there. Luke Combs just has the Jameson Rogers song. Yeah, I, I, that is a fun question. Who's the guy who's willing to maybe, I don't know, is it a swallow your pride thing a little bit that you're not the lead on a song? I, I don't think so. But I don't think so. I just don't know if, it's, if they're blendable sometimes with the other artist. The other one is Lauren Elena. She's on a oh, ton man. now, too. She's yeah. ridiculous. She's going to be the she next does, one. She does, yes. Because her voice is spectacular and can blend with anybody. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, she's on, think, Miranda's on more than you think. And having more than a one-trick pony, I think, helps. So that, like with Miranda, it's like you have the songwriting and the great voice. Vince was kind of always the the guitar. It's like I think they would yeah. have Vince play guitar on the album because he was known for that. And then, like, oh, by the way, hey, since you're here, do you want to sing? <laughs> oh, Sure. Can't kind of help myself. I'm just singing along. I was singing anyway, so you yeah, might as well just throw a mic in front of me. Yeah, just record it. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the Luke Combs Miranda Lambert song. Big time. Big you think time. it'll be good? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I mean, some, someone said state. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Hello, everyone. Kevin James. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, beating both. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. A couple more chances for you to qualify for the trip to Nashville today, and then Friday's the last day. Just giving you a heads up on it. All right, I'm interested in this question that you have for us, Lemmy. Yeah, because the story popped up yesterday that a lady in Georgia who works at a steakhouse got the title of Master Legend. <laughs> Which is a great title. Great title. Wow. She's a Man. grill master legend. Oh, wow. Because over her two decades of working at the steakhouse, 
she grilled 1 million steaks. And once she got to 1 million, you become a master legend. So she is a grill master legend. Uh, she is one of 14 employees, a, bu- a bunch of steakhouses, I guess, keep track of these. One of 14 employees at steakhouses who has reached this goal or this, this milestone. That is wild. A grill one master legend. One million steaks. That's grill unreal. master legend. And I started thinking, wait a second. How do we become master legends in something? Have we become master legends in something that is not something that everyone is a master legend in, right? I've blinked one million times. Yeah, okay, we're all master legends. Yeah. Is there anything you think you could become a master legend at? Now, I saw this story, then it made me realize how hard this was going to be because the story circulating today is about the man who has eaten a Big Mac, at least one Big Mac, every day for 50 years. Okay, he just hit 50 years on the 17th, so yesterday. He just hit Don Gorski. Every day. Every day since May 17th, 1972. That was the day he first sank his teeth into a Big Mac. Never looked back. He has had at least one Big Mac every day for 50 years, at least one. Impressive. He's had about 33,000 Big Macs. He still needs to have. That's over 900,000 Big Macs to become a master legend in eating Big Macs. And that has been something going on since 1972, 50 years ago. This is not an easy thing to accomplish, guys. The key is it's something you have to do numerous times when you do it, right? Like, she made probably a lot of steaks every single time. She made a million, Kevin. Yeah, when she did it. But she wasn't doing it one at a time like this guy and his... Silly Big Mac. So two decades. She did this for two decades. Let's yeah. say she works no. 200 days a year. Let's say that. I mean, she may work more than that, but let's just say 200 is an easy number. Okay. Or let's say she works 250. 250 is probably Let's say she works guess. 250. Yeah. That would mean she needs to make 200 steaks a day for 20 years. That seems... Doesn't even seem possible. She works no. at a steakhouse, so I get it. I mean, it maybe. doesn't seem How many is that an hour, then? Is that like twelve an hour or something like that? More Hang than on. that. Hang on. Let me. Let me. This is this is good. This is good. No, let's say it's eight hour shift. Hard. Twenty-five. Twenty-five steaks an hour. Twenty-five steaks. Which an I guess hour? maybe isn't that. Wait, are you that, that busy crazy? all the time? Well, you're always you're not eight hours. Constantly. I don't know, man. It seems fishy. Seems like she'd need more time. I mean, it's a lot. One million's a lot. We well, we broke this down at basketball yesterday because I thought, have I shot one hundred one million baskets? Have I shot the ball one million times? Then I remembered I played hoop oh. fest, so I know I did at least yeah. one week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I the, saw it. Well, during I the championship game, one game. Yeah. Yeah. did that one. Yeah, pass maybe once. So that was nice. Good but night. one million. I think you two both have been doing the DJ thing long enough. I think you've both played one million songs. I was going to say that's the only one that might qualify for me is having pushed the button on so many songs for 30 years of DJing events. The problem is, though, I don't yeah, do it Yeah, but that's every one day a week. Day. There's no and way. You know, like this week, it'll be three days at so how if many you hours? do, I mean, even if you did 50. It's usually more than that. But. Like Friday, I'll play eighty songs. Saturday, I'll probably play eighty songs. Yeah, like, yeah but there's, it just doesn't seem like it adds up. Enough. No, it's only you know even if you did three hundred a, a week, might get a hundred. But 
Yeah, that's. I don't think there's enough days. Yeah, you, you. The fact you have to do if you do it 250, if something 250 days out of the year, which you might be able to do at 365. But I'm just saying, you had 100 days, right? Off a third of the year, you would have to do this thing 200 times a day for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Now that now that here's the deal: if you could do it every day, man, that number decreases quite a bit. You know, it's sure. just over a hundred. Yeah. But still, doing something over a hundred times every day. Every day for 20 years? Yeah, that's a lot. That's... I don't know that you can. I don't. Man, I, don't know I thought it would be there. easy for us to become a master legend. So here's what I want to try. I've got a coin in here. I'm going to flip it during Kevin's news. Okay. Yeah, what I'm going to need you to do is when Kevin starts his news, just start a five-minute. Start your timer in five minutes. I got you. And I'll stop at five minutes. To see how many times you can see flip how many a coin? I flipped it, so I'll just concentrate now, on the flips. Are you going to like we'll see how catch long it would... or let it bounce? I'm going to do that. So I'm not going to have my mic on the whole time because all you would hear is. Right. And it sounds like there's someone <laughs> terribly clapping. Yeah. Or slapping mosquitoes. You know, and, right. So I'm going to do that for five minutes and see how many I get in five minutes. We'll figure out how long I would have to flip a coin to become a grand master legend in coin flipping. I, I like it. It's going to be ridiculous. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. And tiring. The big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. In the back of my left hand is.